Well, hi, Bear Creek. Um, I'm Pastor Brooke, and I'm with our staff. I've got Will Rand with me and Mona Chicks, who is our office manager. And uh, I brought them together here today just so we could talk a little bit about our cool Advent that we're doing, the season right before Christmas. And as we kind of work, um, the work of Advent and what that's all about. And I wanted to talk about a little bit of that um, with you and, and especially the theme we've come to focus on. We had a, a retreat, the three of us, and we did a lot of discussing and we're very excited about where we came out on this. So the theme we came up with as we thought about Advent was where is your gaze? And would you two care to jump in on what you think that means? Well, we were, you know, thinking about, you know, um, posture and, and all of the characters in, in the Advent Christmas story and how wondering where they were looking all the way throughout mm -hmm. the journey and who they were looking to and who they were looking away from and how that changed. And we wondered how does that even look in our own lives? Where are we looking at different moments and how are we changed by what happens around us? And I found that we were even also kind of inspired by the idea that God was really kind of challenging us to change our gaze in, mm -hmm. in Christ, in the gift of the Christ child. And Mona, when you think about that change of gaze, where have you seen that, you know, maybe in some of your life experiences? Yeah, so it's really about where is your attention. And mm -hmm. as you're um, going through life, it's so easy to be distracted by all of the things. And especially in the holiday oh. season, it's mm -hmm. just crazy how many different things are pulling for your attention. Um, but as we think about Emmanuel, God is with us. And are we actually paying attention to God in our presence right now? Mm -hmm. Not just, you know, 2,000 years ago, but right now, are we paying attention mm -hmm. to what that means that God is in our presence? Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's the, that's the thing. And as I've noticed over my lifetime, as I've come more and more to be paying attention to what God is doing right now in my life, in my heart, in my surroundings, in my, um, my family, my friends, um, then I become more and more aware of what God is doing. Mm. So it's just as I'm paying attention, mm -hmm. I start to see yeah. what God's at and, doing. And, and what I love about what you're saying, Mona, is, is also the fact that so many people look at the Christmas stories like it was something in the past something you know happened a long time ago and we're just remembering it but it's more than that it is something that's happening to us now and and when we can get into the present with this and see where uh, you know Christ is bursting forth in our life or might be in the darkness and the light might be shining that really makes for me uh, gives a, a different way a different gaze for me when I look at when I look at the Advent story it's so true and and when we think about you know this story coming alive in our in our own lives and the way we live you know we might see some kind of progression of sorts is almost like um christ comes into the world through us like it's a birth that happens within us mm -hmm. and one of the words that we came up with in our our conversations earlier was the word longing mm -hmm. and you know we talked about this in worship a couple weeks ago just how our hearts have their own song and their own rhythm that 
that is not opposed to the Christ within us. It's actually a, a longing that comes from Christ mm-hmm. and that we're actually, right. we can learn from these inner longings, just yeah. like Mary and Joseph and Elizabeth were listening to these same kinds of inner longings and they can actually help us turn our posture and notice mm-hmm. how we turn towards one another mm-hmm. and then labor with one another and abide mm-hmm. with one another. So Mona brought up this, you know, amazing word um, that was new to me. It was co-labor, not just labor yourself, but actually labor with one another. And we see this playing out in our stories with Mary and Elizabeth, even Mary and Joseph. But, you know, I, I just wonder, Mona, today, like, how do you see this you know, in, in these stories, but also playing out through time in our world. Yeah, the, the amazing thing about God and about being a, a follower of Jesus is that we get to partner with God in what God is doing. And we see that with Mary in particular, but also with Elizabeth and with all of the characters, Joseph, they're all partnering with God and what God is doing. It's God's action. It's not... Us, our action, right? It's God's action, but we get to participate and um, be part of this bigger story. Um, and that's what I just love about that idea of co-laboring with God. You know, Mary is the one who's pushing, <laughs> right, as she's giving birth to this child. But it's God that is making this all happen and has created this and made this plan from the very beginning of time. Right before before mm-hmm. all of the world even existed, mm-hmm. we had this plan that Mary would have this child, mm-hmm. and what a beautiful thought that she got to be mm-hmm. a partner with mm-hmm. God in that, and that we still get to be partners with God in what God is doing. My my wife Cindy um, loves to make cookies, and uh, so she's very particular about certain Christmas cookies, but she is decided to uh, invite someone to come with her, Emerson. So it's fun to watch her invite Emerson into this co-creating, right? She knows the plan of it all. She knows how it's supposed to go, but she gets Emerson in there and Emerson gets to change things and be a part of it. And I think that's a, a little bit about what we're talking about. The, so there's an excitement of that co-laboring, mm-hmm. um, and, but there's also um, kind of almost an, another spirit uh, of that, right? You're not doing it by yourself you find it in between uh, the person you're working with or with God there's something there that just uh, really moves us so that's it's really an exciting word and it transcends you know being together in a physical space in many ways because one of one of the most profound things that transpired in our conversation together was that maybe it wasn't just the physical characters in the story that were laboring together. Maybe it was Abraham and Sarah and Hagar and Eve and Hannah and Ruth and and that all of these very powerful female characters in in um, the Hebrew Bible that were laboring for centuries ago were actually laboring with Mary. That it was this moving through time that that, that women um, were laboring together to bring forth this life force into the world. Just like with Isaiah kind of uh, proclaiming what was to come, so too were the women through the Hebrew Bible also laboring with. Yeah, and then, then, oh, that's so cool. And then the other thing is just this idea that we had of of abiding. Mm -hmm. 
you know, moving um, to abide with me and in me. We kind of worked with both of those a little bit. Remember our wrestling there? What, what were we wrestling with when we thought about, you know, abiding, abide in and with? What's the difference there? Well, there is, there is a book that I was reading by Tim Dearborn. He just came out with it. Um, he's a former Fuller professor, now retired. And in it, he was ex- expressing this idea of that we get to um, abide in Christ, but that Christ also abides in us. Mm-hmm. And so there's this, um, this mm-hmm. both way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we both get, get the, the privilege of being um, both in Christ and having Christ in us. And mm-hmm. um, so that's, I think we were talking a little yeah. bit about that in and with and, and kind of how it's yeah. both. And part of that journey is, you know, like, is kind of the innkeeper, I would say, you know, it's just making room, right? I mean, how do we make room for Christ to abide in us? I mean, in some ways, we're really good at abiding with. We'll catch up to Jesus somehow right. along the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, but allowing God to enter us and mm-hmm. enter our lives is really something special. Will, I was thinking about one choir rehearsal we had one time where you were... I think talking about that abiding, uh, we were singing together and then you you stopped us and you said, um, and that's it. Did you feel it? Did you feel it there? Um, and I think you were trying to change our gaze, but also trying to understand that as we were singing together and through that creative process of opening up to each other, mm-hmm. God enters mm-hmm. in that space. Tell us how that happens or what, what is what's about that? Well, I mean, goodness, if I know exactly what happens, because it's so mysterious. so mysterious, but the beauty of it is that, as Mona was saying, it is so much of both becomes uh, this kind of glorious um, meeting point of confluence of, of you know, we, we talk about this like transcendent God, big God, all hail King Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of uh, where our praise is kind of lifted, mm-hmm. but there's also this sense of imminence, this God within, mm-hmm. this God within within our very breath, mm-hmm. within our heartbeat. But that meeting point, abide with and abide within, where we find like if we come together, mm-hmm. where two or three are gathered, you know, if we're mm-hmm. in a space, abiding with each other, abiding with the God within each other, mm-hmm. that we actually find the God within ourselves. It's the point when the tears come. It's mm-hmm. the point when 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 we feel mm-hmm. a sense of complete peace and joy and and feel surrounded in love, but also feel like it's coming from from within us. And music is one of those great vehicles for for those moments. But so are these conversations and mm-hmm. so are all of the ways that we live life together in this space. I was visiting with one of our church members and they were talking about how they wanted peace in their lives you know the christian sense of peace and how so often we think about peace as this time when everything around us is peaceful you know but that's not really the peace we're talking about there is as a peace that can happen to us when we allow god to walk with us that stillness yeah that internal stillness and it and it and it and it it's it is mysterious but it, it is a possible thing that we can't just make happen, but we can allow for that space where it can happen. And I think that's what Advent is all about. 
yeah. is creating that space and that, that kind of that bending moment and letting go moment um, mm-hmm. where we allow God in and we're not alone in the midst of all the struggles we're going through. And there we're back to Emmanuel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. God is with us, and mm-hmm. that's what this season is mm-hmm. all about, mm-hmm. is that God is with us not just 2,000 years ago mm-hmm. when, he, when he came into the world as, a, as an infant, imagine that, um, but he is still mm-hmm. with us. Still with us and still uh, uh, encouraging the dreamer in us like Mary, you know, and it's still yeah. kind of stirring us to... Uh, exciting and great and kind of scary things sometimes mm-hmm. but so that's that's it and so we journey this advent together and it is a great privilege to get to be on this dreaming team of people but also get to dream together as a church bear creek and we're so excited to to walk this with you to be walking this with you already but um but thank you for co-laboring with us mm-hmm. as we enter into this wonderful season Amen. Amen. Where's your gaze?